guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ike Anime Podcast, and I'm joined in the studio by none other than Henry Hercules Padipe. Hey, How are you feeling? Guys? I'm good. Now, I'm sure you're feeling ecstatic, especially after Saturday night at KSW in Poland. That's what I'm sure you're feeling ecstatic after KSW 84 in Poland on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy, crazy night. Uh, all from from the, the moment we landed in Poland, it was it was hectic. No, please, um, tell me more about it because looking at your fight record, you you are um you achieved so much success in various areas of combat sports, particularly mixed martial arts and kickboxing. I think because you also you forcing K1 yeah. as well. Yes. I mean, well, first of all, going back to KS, um, starting with KSW84, um, uh, can you um, talk more about it? What was it like going into the fight, the fight itself, and just the walkout? Because the video of you holding that trophy in your hand and then your um, your partner standing and walking alongside you on your right-hand side, I mean, I, I was like, this is a, this looks like a king walking out of the octagon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was crazy for the moment we landed, we landed there. Like, like did it, where we were was this guy's hometown, and it was it wasn't like anything I've, I've experienced before. Like, there was a, there, it, it was like it, it was a nice place, but because I was fighting one of the homeboys, it was kind of um very standoffish. A lot like walking to the shop, like people were like, oh, that's him, that's him, like fighting one of our guys. So there was there was that to deal with. Even at the way, like there was like I walked out, it was silence, and <laughs> it was a bit of. Yeah. Hmm. No, you know, I I've heard of stories like that whereby if you are fighting someone on their on their own home turf, I think it's quite particular to to a particular country and culture. You know, mm. um, if you say like anywhere outside of the UK or the US, because those two countries are like so much ethnic groups and so much cultures are living there together. But any other contrasts outside of that. They are very, very protective of their own. Even if they see that, he, yeah. that their their own athlete has lost, they will still w- won't be too happy with the um with the other person that won. So for me, that's no surprise. But um, yeah, okay. But like, this fight normally after a fight, like I go in and mix it with the crowd, you know, like sign some stuff or whatever. But after this one, we're like yo, this bell, we were straight out of there. Like wow, but there wasn't any yeah, but, um. You- it was a nice experience, though, regardless of I all see. that. Like, it was, it was, it was amazing. Like, no altercations, no, 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 Okay, oh, good, good. Um, so you know, it's my first time speaking with you. I've seen you, um, uh, seen your interviews with other, uh, people in the mixed martial arts scene here in the UK and in Ireland, especially one you did with um one of my former co-hosts. Um, he runs a fantasy MMA podcast, so I think. MMA in depth or so I just can't remember the, the yeah. yes David David yeah. um starting from the beginning can you just give like a a brief breakdown of uh, just your, your backstory and what got you interested in combat sports as a whole and then from there going into mixed martial arts and then kickboxing um uh, the amount of times I've been asked this question um <laughs> so like um uh, so when it started off, like uh, it started off in school. I was I was bullied a lot. I was bullied a lot in school. Um, when I first came to to Ireland, like Ireland wasn't as interracial as it is now. Myself, and my brother were the first black people in our high school, and we were taken to 
very lightly at the, at the start. Uh, he was in fifth year. I was only starting first. And like they were just like these Russians. I lived across from school and starting trouble and like just picking on me for no reason, or whatever. Like those times where I'd be like like jumped on at the at the edges of the school. The school principal has like having to drive me home and that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what, like fuck this, I'm gonna get <laughs> I need to to learn to defend myself. So I started karate. Uh karate, I started boxing, and I got really good at it. Um I went to college, I was in college, and one of the guys that was in my in my class, my uh, lecturer came in with a big bottle of water and I was asking him like, why did you keep drinking so much water? And he told me he was coming away for a fight. So like what you mean? And we got to talk and he introduced me to MMA and I joined the college MMA team and started from there. Hmm. That's uh that's very interesting. You know, many people say that I think it starts off with somebody kind of same sort we just said bullying or someone's somebody's giving you a hard time and you think yeah. you just had enough of this, you've got to find some way of defending yourself instead of running to the authorities all the time for protection or for help. I think from there, you, you kind of grow a love and a passion for the activity and you, it, it kind of becomes your hobby and then it becomes, exactly. from there, it becomes your occupation. Exactly. Like, when I started, it was just self-defense and then I fell in love with it and got really good at it. And I was like, you know what, I can actually do this for a living. And here we are. Was there any, because there are, of course, the brutal elements of the sport, of course, the injuries you can sustain, even during inspiring, let alone the competitive side when you're in the cage or the ring, um, were there any concerns from family or very close friends or your health or any potential injuries at all? So let me tell you, so the first fight I managed to drag my mom to, so I, I had five amateur fights and... She came to my second professional fight. She might have to, a lot of convincing. She came, and during that fight, I got this scar. I got an elbow to the face and split my face open. I had to get 32 mm. stitches. And that was the first and last show my mom came to. She's like, I don't know how. Why wow. But yeah, my mom, she actually supports me. She just she doesn't watch my fight until after. After she uh, finds out what's happening. What's happening. Okay. No, okay. Well, um, She's never felt that she would. Ha she has to like step in and just convince you. Maybe you should give this up. You're still young. There's other options for you out there. But this is definitely well, your passion. My mom knows me better than that. Mm. <laughs> 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 um, I I look to your fight record, and of course, what stands out is the um the titles that you have under your belt. Again, not just in mixed martial arts, but in kickboxing. So it's in more than one place in combat sports. What would you say you owe such success to? Um, I'd say determination, you know, I'm very motivated when I'm training and my creativity. Creativity, like, doing the fight. Going into a fight... And it's something that I heard from another um another interview that you did earlier. Um, you said that um there was back and forth you were having with another uh, opponent that you're going to be fighting, um in the upcoming fight. And I think he said something re with regards to your family or daughter. And the question was going into that fight. Um, what is it that kind of motivates you to kind of stop at nothing to come up with the win? Is it that if if you're angry or if you're just feeling indifferent and happy. Uh, you're referring to the Van Staden fight? Um, 
Well, so there's quite a few interviews of yourself watched, but I think I think you're referring to the Vatan for yeah, he's the one who <laughs> that's the only fight I went into angry where I, was, I had intention ah. of like doing damage and hurting hurting guy. Really? Yeah, because it got too he got too personal and I took it. Yeah, that's uh, I ripped I ripped his knee out. He was unconscious for like eleven months. So I was like, nah. Like, uh, oh, he said he said his knee when it when he heard it give way and tear. It sounded like a shirt ripping. Like a shirt being ripped. <laughs> Uh, but so normally you just go into a fight just happy and just um with a clear cool head you wouldn't go into yeah. a, you wouldn't say that going into a fight agitated or angry helps you no, stay no, no 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 okay all right um tell me about the um what the team that you're associate, associated with is it um i may have this wrong team phantom in dublin phantom, yeah phantom yes. dublin yeah um, what is it like though? Because again, if you've been doing so well, they must have very good coaches there, very good corners, and even other upcoming um athletes coming out with that um gym who are have very good and high high prospects. Yeah, so like I've been in Ireland for twenty twenty plus twenty one years, and I've trained like I trained in different gyms. I always sort of felt like. Like an outsider in other gyms, um, apart from when I go to train with you, like like the gym I'm in now is a lot of Eastern Europeans, and I feel more welcome there, so to speak. Um, I think my my training partners are like Moldovian, Moldovans, Russians. My manager's Polish, so it's very you know very mixed, and the guys there are tough. They all come from like sambo backgrounds, and you know like they're bred for this kind of stuff. And yeah, there's some upcoming guys. Some really good guys in that gym. Yeah, keep an eye, keep eye, keep eyes out for Phantom Phantom Fighters. No, I I definitely will because I mean, again, if someone like yourself who has achieved so much, then that and you're associated with a team like a gym like this, then you know clearly there's something that they're doing right. You know, they must have some really um promising um athletes coming out of there. Um. What plans, as in, do you have for the future? I mean, eventually, would you like to go and fight in the biggest scene or not? There's the obvious one, I, you know, the UFC, you know, Bellator, PFL, um, and Cage Warriors. I mean, are those plans you have for the future, or do you still like the sm- the more domestic scene? Uh, I fought on Cage Warriors. Cage Warriors, me going to fight in Cage Warriors is be me taking a step backwards. Oh, excuse me. Wouldn't wouldn't it be a step forward? That's a step backwards for me. Um, where I am right now, I'm very happy. Um, they look after the fighters a lot more better than most of the, the shows you just mentioned there. Uh, yeah. So now, at the moment, I'm happy where I am, and uh, I'm looking for gold where I am. Okay. No. No, that that's very good, Uncle. I'm very happy to hear that. Um, other younger fighters coming up through the ranks. Um, likewise at your team at Team Phantom, as in and other guys who are getting into into combat sports. What advice could you give them? Um, as in just I think based on things you've learned as you come up through the ranks yourself. Ah, uh, yeah. Take your time. Take your time. Don't rush into anything. Don't let anyone rush you into anything. You know. Um. Take your time and enjoy the sport. You have like this sport. You have to enjoy it. Like you get the most out of it if when you enjoy it. If you're just pushing for whatever or trying to get have your eyes thinking of money or trying to get whatever, not it doesn't. You won't. You won't get as far as you think you want to. Like just enjoy it and take your time. Hmm. 
it's interesting you say the money aspect. Um, I don't mean to sound or to put you off or any of the listeners off. Um, the aspect of money doesn't um, attract you at all because, you know, what, one of the things I've seen, even as someone who's just a mere podcaster or a fight fan, um, when, when as a fighter, you've been making all the preparations for nutrition, training, um, fight camp and everything is supposed to do to prepare the best as, as much as you can for the upcoming fight and then suddenly something happens such as um, okay you lose a fight but for me I think it's worse whereby the other opponent pulls out of the fight at the last minute mm. Um, I do I do find it quite annoying when that does happen and then there's the money aspect because if you're paid financially you know if you're looked after well financially sufficiently then it kind of all those things are not in vain <laughs> I thought you'd have something to say about that. Um, about the the money aspects. Yeah, man. Like we don't get paid enough for the work we put into this. So if like if you're going into this thinking, oh, I'm gonna be blah blah, blah I'm gonna win a couple of fights, about no, it doesn't work out. There's a lot of supplementing to do and. Like if you're lucky enough, you get on the stage where you have like support and you have like sponsors and that, then you'd be good. But especially at the start, it's gonna be difficult if you, if money is your if money is your motivation or if money is your goal. This is not the sport. This is not the sport you want to be. You want to be doing. And when uh, though it might be too soon to ask, um, is there any news of the next fight? Um, your next opponent on the cards. There's something big and interesting in the works. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to speak about it just yet, but there should be something interesting happening in September. Okay. Um, so we can see about that. You couldn't give away the at least the promoter then the promotion that's going to be host. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Um, no, we're still in the we're still in the yeah, negotiation stages, but uh. By the end of this week, we should know what the story is. Sure. Okay, I look forward to seeing that. I look forward to seeing you in the cage again. Um, The next question is going to be, I'm not sure if we should ask you, Um, if you don't feel, if you feel comfortable with it, um, I can edit it out of the episode. Um, okay. You know, there's the recent um, controversial comment made. It feels like we're kind of quickly swept on the carpet. Uh, between Duplessis and Adesanya. Um, yeah, I'll just have a, a bit of a back and forth with people I know that in, in the mixed martial arts scene. In your yeah. eyes, who is the true African <laughs> king? <laughs> you know what's funny? When I was supposed to fight Drickus, it was advertised just as that. The, the the it was meant to be oh who's the the king of Africa Mia Drikas and like all this bullshit and now it's him and this man Africa is a continent you can have more than one king mm, yes yes yeah I oh, think this king it is you know, sh- no in Ireland you're the king of Akshay <laughs> I, oh, I think maybe the argument many clowning. I think maybe the argument people may be basing it more on race more than um, anything else between the two guys. That's just maybe. ways to sell tickets, man. That's just all ways oh, no. to sell tickets. Okay, last... It has, guys all, it has all you guys listening, doesn't it? Everybody wants to know, oh, who's this and who's that? That's, that's cha-ching for the guys promoting it. 
Uh, not just that, but I'm sure it helps to boost and generate hype. And you know, course, yeah. an organizational UFC that's one of their main selling points now, now not yeah, just the fight, really. but it's also the, the hype. Yeah. Um, any shout outs you want to give to, uh, give to anybody out there? Uh, big shout out to Drickus, the king of Africa. <laughs> I'm just fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, big shout out to my team and all the guys from Phantom, man. I love you guys. Um, all my sponsors. Um, you guys are all on my page. Big shout out to you, man. Ike for doing this interview, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, KSW for the gold and the bullshit silver is over there. Uh, yeah, I love you guys, guys, man. So love. Um, well, Henry, thank you so much for coming on. And guys, thank you for watching and listening. If you've watched or listened to this far, uh, you can catch the podcast here on YouTube and on the audio platforms of Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Henry, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Take care.